0: Hello and welcome to the OMG's Podcast. On today's episode, Scary Movie Category Awards. And now, your nominees for Sizzle Reel. First nominee, Opening Scene.
1: Hello. Wanna have a little
0: fun? Who is this? Tell me your name and I'll tell you mine. I don't think so. What's that noise? Oops. I farted. I, I didn't think you would hear me. No. That popping noise.
1: Oh. I'm making popcorn. I'm getting ready to watch a video.
0: Ooh. <laughs> what is it?
1: It's just a scary movie.
0: Do you like scary movies? Mm-hmm. What's your favorite?
1: Mm, I don't know. Think. Oh, I know, um, Kazam, you know, the one where Shaq plays a genie?
0: That's not a horror movie.
1: <laughs> well, you haven't seen Shaq act.
0: Second nominee, The Beauty Pageant. Go, Greg! Look behind you! you down! it's Oh, my
1: God!
0: <laughs> Beast. You. Oh, She's
1: She's crazy. Crazy. What's
0: wrong with you
1: That's fantastic.
0: Nominee, Teacher Suicide. Now we know
1: Bobby's not the killer, so who is? I don't know. Well, if the killer was in your house last night, why didn't he just kill you then? Because he's just messing with us. Don't you see? He's got us right where he wants us. We can't go to the police. He's just out there watching us and waiting for us. What are you waiting for, huh? What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for?
0: What am I waiting for? What am I waiting for? What are you waiting for? You! Oh my god. Fourth nominee The Movie Theater Scene. You came back just in time. She's about to get it on with Shakespeare. He found out she's a girl. Yeah, I got you. I got you on camera. You on candid camera now. You ain't know that. Hello? Hey, girl, I'm in the movie. Uh Uh-huh, shake a spin, love. Uh Uh-uh, oh, you lying. For Christ's sake, will you just shut your trap? Shut up. Hold on. I don't know why y'all is acting like this already seen the movie she said they don't even say together in the end oh. oh. right on. and our fifth and final nominee gail and cameraman okay
1: three two oh no Gosh damn! What now? No, it's just that there's all these numbers with Can't you m- count? No, I can count Here, but the Let ring me make is it easy sp- for you. Chubzilla, listen up, okay? This little piggy went to the market. All right? All right? This little piggy stayed home. Now if this little piggy doesn't roll the goddamn camera, I'm gonna put my foot up as fucking. Will classic. I get. Gail Hailstorm standing out front of the police station where I'm going to try and get a glimpse of Cindy Campbell, the young girl who was attacked earlier this evening. You're on my foot, fat shit! What did I say? Out, oh, don't ever huh? step said? on Gail's shoes. Why not? Because Gail's wear Prada shoes. You idiot! Well, I'm a man. Cindy, Cindy, get a statement. Cindy, get a statement. Oh, Gilmore, Miss Teen, she's not talking.
0: Is it true the police have someone in custody? Oh, um, S- come on, Cindy. Cindy, Cindy, your looks fat.
1: Ah, Come on. All right, to field. Again yeah, it was me. Oh my God. It was an accident, Gale. I only touched the the top of the breast. It was so tender and juicy. Right,
0: so those are our sizzle reel candidates, and, and they're, they're hot. They're, they're hot. hot. It's a hot scissor reel. It's five separate clips, um, lots to lots to go through, lots to talk about, um, just to get a sense of where your head at head is at, going into this deliberation process. Were mm-hmm. any of these scenes for you recognizable from your initial watch?
1: Yes, um, I think that in my mind there are. There's a strong top three. And then two that are good, they deserve to be in here, but they're not, in my view, going to truly be the sizzle reel contenders.
0: Interesting. Interesting. And yeah. I would, I will agree, I think there are some weaker candidates in here, uh, and maybe the, the most efficient way of deliberating would be to cut off some of the fat.
1: We have yeah, five
0: yeah. contestants in here. Let's try mm-hmm. to narrow it down to a group of three. I like it. So I will put up uh, on the chopping block the teacher's suicide. It is a it's a fun scene for me, but it it is one that I could that I could see um, kind of falling into the shadows a bit, especially uh, having listened to them again in this in this process. I do think it is probably the weakest. What would you say?
1: I would agree. That's definitely the one that I would put on my my bottom. Um, it, it's it's a funny joke, but it is it is a one it is a one note joke. It is basically just you know taunting someone accidentally into suicide. The way they execute it is done well, but it's just too one thing for it to really be the sizzle for this movie. And another thing that I would I would put out for it is that if I were just to play that for most people and like maybe blur Cindy's face they wouldn't know what movie that's coming from right and that's, that's true that's that's an important thing for a sizzle reel is you got to be able to instantly know what movie we're looking at when you're watching yeah. you know
0: yeah and it, it maybe belongs in a highlight reel which is what the sizzle reel is as a concept but it's not it's not the one you 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 think of it's not the main highlight it's not the main uh, attraction when it comes to the scenes of the movie but it does get a nod uh, It does get a nomination uh, but mm-hmm. I, I do feel like we we're we're right and just in eliminating it from the contest <laughs> as a number five. Uh, how about you go with one you you think should be eliminated in fourth place?
1: This this is this is tough because we know how much I love myself. Some cameraman. But oh wow! You wait yeah. a second.
0: Wait a second. You're talking about Gail and cameraman being a fourth place finish.
1: I, I I truly there's probably not a moment in the movie that makes me laugh more. But again, when we're talking about scissor who knows what that like little 30-second you know scene is. And it really is nothing to do with the movie itself, which is probably why I really enjoyed it. It really is like two people <laughs> bickering and like just really it's funny. A, again, it, it's an oasis delivery. in a
0: sea of predators.
1: <laughs> the delivery. I mean, the caravan is knocking things out of the park. Everything he's saying is just pure gold.
0: Caraman, but I just I don't know. Honestly, oh God. I, I it's like the comedic aspect of the delivery he's in, he maybe has four or five lines in the entire movie and mm. they are, it's the funniest, the funniest hands down character in this movie is cameraman.
1: Yeah. I mean, Gail wears of shoes. I mean, come oh. on. I, I love it. I do. I really do. But I, we, we, got, you got to cut somewhere. I mean, we, we already cut it down to five. You, you know, you have to be able to say, it. and I'm, and I, the other three to me are more iconic from this movie. That that's that's I mean I, I will admit there I can I can be swayed here. What what, what you got? I'm okay with leaving in the top three if you wanna pick one of the other three that you wanna cut up.
0: You know, I'm upset. <laughs> I'm upset that we're cutting we, we potentially are cutting the, the funniest scene of this movie out yes. of the sizzle reel. But I think it's important that we take a step back and we analyze what the sizzle reel is. Mm-hmm. And what it, what I think, what a scissor reel is to me is a scene that you're selecting from the movie that not only raises up the movie as a whole, it gives you an idea of what this movie is, but it also is an iconic immortalization Mm -hmm. that is most likely to be a, a winner against an opponent. Right Because the bracket mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. we're that we're working under is is a winner take all, right? You don't yep. get a you don't get points for coming close, for being funny. It needs to be iconic and it needs mm-hmm. to in some way shape or form, boil down what the movie does best and have it be its entry. And I don't think that this is what the movie is. In totality, it's not a it's not a movie about cameraman and Gale. <laughs> they probably aren't even on the poster. So I, it's with a a heavy heart that a, that that we eliminate it in fourth place.
1: Ah, uh, yes, heavy heavy heart. But yes, I mean again, much love, Kieran man Much love, Sherry O'Terry. You, you know, again, we'll we'll this will probably not be the last time we'll talk about those characters. No, definitely not.
0: Definitely, they, they will they, I'm for sure going to be <laughs> in my in my mind, long past other aspects of this movie, <laughs> for sure. It's um, much remembered. So that leaves us with three options, and uh, that leaves us with the opening scene, it leaves us with the beauty pageant, and it leaves us with the theater.
1: And and, yeah and I, this I is where that, we're gonna
0: get some disagreements I think
1: I agree I think that if we if we're gonna put ours together I think that's probably the easiest way is we just we, we put ours in order of where we would put one two three as I I would be I would be kind of uh, very gobsmacked if we have the same order I think it almost might be the exact opposite order but yeah
0: you know. <laughs> <laughs> well I well, yeah yeah I think so I'll go first I'll go first okay. with my top three All right. Um I think coming in third place should be beauty pageant scene. I think coming in second place should be the opening scene. And then the scissor reel winner, in my mind, is the theater scene with Brenda.
1: And I don't want to say I called it, but you can go and flip that order around. You have my order, my buddy.
0: No, beauty no, pageant
1: no. number one, opening scene number two, movie scene number three.
0: So we're talking about. Not only is it, well, the, the, this is worst case scenario when it comes <laughs> uh, when it comes to our two person democracy because we, we we have, we have a an aggregate of a two. Crisis. Everybody, everyone gets two. If we're doing it off seeds. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's let's debate. a guess uh, so. Yeah. You're debating that the beauty pageant mm-hmm. scene is what best represents this movie. Give me give me your argument.
1: So, one of the things that I would say about this scene that really draws me to it is it's mix of visual and uh, verbal humor and not many scenes I think have as well of a balance. Like I talked about the, the sashes for the different uh, the different people in the beauty contest uh, again, Shan Elizabeth shining in this, you know, you get, you get the realization that, you know, she's sleeping with basically so many people in the audience. I don't know. It just, to me, it's an encapsulation of that. This is kind of poking fun at a very recognizable scene from another movie, but and you think I said, it, I think you said it in your own words, that this scene is actually better than the scene from, uh, I know what you did last summer. And that's an accomplishment. I can't say that either one of the other two scenes are better than the correlated one from the other movie. That, that that's, that's where I'm coming with beauty pageant. Now your thoughts.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I do just to piggyback on the point you're making there. I do think the reason why these three scenes are the top of the scissor reel mm-hmm. is because they embody the, parody aspect of scary movie they're all parody scenes Mm -hmm. in addition to that they all we like we were mentioning in our review they all set themselves apart from the scene that they are parodying yes you mentioned that with the beauty pageant i also think that comes through in the movie theater murder which is parodying scream three and we get not only the element of of someone dying in a movie theater but it, it flips it completely on its head, brings out the comedic elements, I think more so than the comedy being presented in the beauty pageant scene. That's more, I think, a clever way mm-hmm. of doing that the, That scene. The movie theater scene to me is transcendent. You have one of the, the best comedic, the, the comedic presence in the movie in Brenda. The you're on candid camera now aspect of the scene. And it's like, there's so many little bits that she does to make it live on. Uh, further than this movie uh, should allow scenes to go, because as we'll get to in our overall grade, it's not a great movie. But <laughs> this this scene, and and I would say the other two scenes are what this movie should, what's aiming to do, and it was the closest it got to being mm-hmm. a good movie. Um, not to say there's a huge disparity. I think they're both good scenes. I think we, we obviously both have it in our top three. Um, I just found the movie theater scene a little bit better both comedically and with a little bit more originality than the beauty pageant scene. And I would say, and this might be controversial, I think the majority of people thinking back on this movie would remember the movie theater scene
1: more than the beauty pageant scene. I I mean, who knows? We'll never know the answer to that probably, but I would disagree. I think that the beauty pageant I think is a little bit more memorable over the movie scene and... I'm going to just go ahead and throw one word at you as as my defense. Ray. Ray well, is in one of well, those scenes and he is not no. in the other.
0: No, as as was <laughs> as was brought forth in the nomination clip, Ray is not included in this portion of this is a reel.
1: <laughs> oh, we're just conveniently cutting out half of the movie scene so that we don't it's, have to Well, him. it's the
0: longest scene and it <laughs> and it did not include Ray. So that's I'm just saying it's indicative of there's not Ray in that scene. Uh, so the way we're going to do this, uh, we haven't really formalized this as a rule, but we are making and, cano- and canonizing it now. We are going to implement a possession arrow, which is mm-hmm. going to be a tiebreaker. So because uh, I have thought of this idea, and I will gladly take the possession arrow to begin, um, I will be making the first tiebreaker determination. Uh, after I've made the tiebreaker, the possession arrow will flip over to the other side, the other M.G., Will then possess the tie breaking power, uh, which you will be able to use in the next tiebreaker. But for now, the winner of the sizzle reel for scary movie is the movie theater death.
1: OMG.
0: <laughs> and now your nominees for Posterizer. And your first nominee, Run, Bitch, Run.
1: What would have been your last words to Drew? Run, Bitch! Run!
0: And our second nominee, We Take This to Our Grave. Say
1: it. Right now, we make a pact. We take this to our grave. Agreed? Agreed! Agreed. Agreed. Say it, Cindy. Say it! We take this to our grave! Say it! We take this to our grave! Say it! Uh, okay. Come on, you Greg. Ow. And
0: we never mention this again.
1: Mention what? The guy
0: we just killed. Well, you just mentioned it, Greg. Starting now! And our third nominee... Don't disturb me when I'm in my room.
1: Hello? Hello? I said don't disturb
0: me I'm cleaning my room! And our fourth nominee, Gail Swallows. Hi, Gail Hailstorm, field reporter, hard story? Special Officer Doofy.
1: Oh, hi, Doofy. Doofy, listen, is there a problem on campus? No comment. Okay. No comment. Okay. You know, you look awfully young to be a police officer. No, I'm 25 and a half years old. Ooh. Yeah, that's this many. (gasps) So big. Yeah, he's big. (laughs) Well, you don't look a day over 12. Yeah. Except for the big head and glazed over look in your eyes. Ooh, is that true? (laughs) Yeah, I forgot to swallow. Don't worry, because I never forget. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so those are the can- candidates for posterizer best and most memorable iconic line of scary movie what are your thoughts
1: um i think uh, there's to me there's a clear cut two there's a uh, top two bottom two Top, uh, two, to,
0: top, top two 2. Product, it top two bottom. Exciting race so much. <laughs> uh yeah. I would I would agree. I, this is a disappointing mm-hmm. performance, I think, in retrospect, looking through some of these. None of them are I, I, I guess none of them are head and shoulders above another, and none of them are truly iconic. I think that's really the main takeaway from this. Is none of them are really that identifiable as movies as quotes from this particular movie.
1: I would agree that, and that that is definitely a drawback because I don't think any of those specific lines that we're that we're quoting here, while they're all individually good, none of them is really going to go instantly. Oh, that's scary movie, right? You know, it, it hurts a little bit when there's nothing iconic about any of these particular uh, phrases. But that being said, there still are two that I think are are above the other two. So uh, I think I started with my first ones last time. So I'll and I have the possession arrow, so I gotta use my advantage while I have it. No, that's true. Uh, so I'll have you go ahead and what do you want to do? You want you want to knock off one or you wanna you want to pick top two?
0: Well let's uh let's pick bottom two and see if we, we have the same. So All I right. would say my bottom two would be Gale swallows and don't disturb me when I'm cleaning my room.
1: We have one match. Uh, Don't don't disturb me when I'm cleaning my room, I would say is a bottom two, as would uh, Greg and the um, we take this to our grave. Those two, I think, are just a little bit weaker than run, bitch, run and Gail Swallows.
0: Interesting. Well, I think that kind of settles what the winner would be, because I do have run, bitch, run as my number one. Is that also your number one?
1: Uh, honestly, it would be Gale. It would be my number one. Uh, I think I'm a little biased, just because. I, I mean, again, I think anybody listening to this is clear that we are big fans of Gale and the Caraman in this one. And this is, to me, outside of the Kiraman's shoe comments and the and the groping comments, this is the best Gale scene. And so I would go with that. But I would agree that in terms of our democratic voting, that run bitch run gets gets the win.
0: Well, I will, because you do have the prese- the possession arrow. If you want to utilize it uh, on this determination, you can. But it sounds like, from my perspective, um, that run, bitch, run might be the winner of this
1: category. I'm going to let the refs make this call so that I can keep the possession arrow. That's
0: a strong strategic move. I, you I got I, it. got to play I, the I game. I don't envy your position, but I understand, that I understand the choice. So we have a category winner. We have two down. The category of posterizer goes to... Run, bitch, run. And now, your nominees for MVP. First nominee, Anna Faris as Cindy Campbell. Second nominee, Regina Hall as Brenda Meeks. Third nominee, Shannon Elizabeth as Buffy Gilmore. So we have three candidates in the MVP category, and this isn't an easy determination of what is an MVP, what is the sixth man, especially mm-hmm. in a ensemble type of movie like this. Mm-hmm. I'd say cut and dry. Anna Ferris for sure is a MVP quote unquote role in this movie. She's not. She's got the most screen time, which is she's a she's a defense, almost like a George Clooney or a de facto. <laughs> representation when you're the main character in this category. <laughs> um, but we also have two other entries. Um, we have Brenda and we have Buffy. Do you think these two nominations are worthy as a, a potential MVP rival to Anna Ferris?
1: Yeah, I, and, and it's it's crazy. I mean, again, not crazy. I think it's it's pretty awesome that we would agree that the three MVPs of this movie are definitely the three main females. All of the all of the guys in this cast are pretty one note or just Predators, aren't delivering. Yeah, <laughs> are not delivering the at the same level. <laughs> um So yes, those three are are definitely where I would say are the three potential MVP candidates. And again, not going to try and call my shot, but I don't know if it's going to be a complete reversal. But I would highly doubt we have the same person as number one.
0: Well, I don't know. But it, the The tough part of this category is you're dealing with. Three worthy winners,
1: and none oh, yeah. of the, oh, yeah. you wouldn't
0: be ashamed of having any of these performances be your MVP. Uh, they all did great. Uh, I would say there's different strengths of each of the characters. Um, I'll start with Anna, Anna Ferris. I felt like needing to to play both like a conservative female with a relationship with Bobby. Mm -hmm. Also having to implement aspects of like the survivor girl role of Mm -hmm. a horror movie uh, and also be somebody that we can root for still a little bit. She's kind of the main human interest story that we have, even though it's not really a movie about just Cindy. It it feels like the narrative uh, web of this movie is using her as the central figure and all these different connecting plots. Wouldn't you agree with that? Uh, yes,
1: I would agree. And you you can't also discount, you know, the launching pad effect, like, you know, which of these three, you know, people is still, I mean, again, Regina Hall, I'd say is, is actually still kind of fairly big and she's in different things, but there's definitely one of these three who use this movie <laughs> as their springboard. And I think that, that is something you have to account for when it comes to MVP, you know, she's, yeah. she's kind of gotten the world's MVP based on this movie. Um, sure.
0: And and what would you say in in terms of Shannon Elizabeth? What makes her a valid entry into MVP for this movie?
1: I, I mean, for me, it's just the energy that she brings to almost every every scene that she's in. Like every time that she's on the screen, I'm I'm more intrigued than when she's not for the most part on the movie. And it's because she's bringing an interesting character of kind of like a little bit of a mean girl like slash popular girl. And again, I I personally love the beauty pageant scene. I think that she's doing a really, really good job in that. Um, Yeah. It's just, it's just a solid, solid use of her time on screen. So I think that's, you know, that's why she's definitely in the, in the running.
0: Yeah. And I would say that the thing that Shannon has going for her, that maybe the other two don't is the surprise factor going into this. I did not expect anything from Shannon Elizabeth. Uh, Haven't gotten much since (laughs) from her. So I don't think it's necessarily a a bad thing that she was able to surpass those expectations. It's kind of tough for me to see her as winning this movie when her character met such a weird, abrupt end. Yeah. in it, where I feel like she heard the strengths of her character, her high moments were very high, mm-hmm. but her low moments were almost like cuttable from the movie, like when she turns heel against Cindy, Anna mm-hmm. character in the locker room we didn't nominate her death scene uh, yeah, I was not a it, fan of that one Yeah, and that was one of the few times where she was kind of carrying a scene by herself mm-hmm. and if you can't be dependent upon to lead scenes well for the two or three minutes that you're carrying them, I don't really know if you can be an MVP. I, I wasn't as in her corner all movie as I was with Regina Hall's Becky. Uh, Brenda. I, Brenda, sorry. I feel like Brenda's character from start to finish was the funniest, was the most um, human, it was the most not- like trope character included in this story Uh, for that reason that's my vote I'm going with Regina Hall Uh, I'm more than willing to hear an argument from you from your corner on this Mm -hmm. but uh, that for me it's not a terribly close competition I think it is a two horse race between Regina and Anna but uh, I do give it to Regina
1: I, I would agree. I, again, we've I think we've ex- exalted uh, Shin Elizabeth's performance quite a bit and, and for good reason, but it just doesn't rise to the level. There's, she's in a few scenes I just don't quite like as much. So yeah, this is definitely a two-person race. And what I would say is I think Regina is funnier and that sometimes can be harder to accomplish which is weird in a comedy movie, but like she does stand out as being the funniest person in the movie. And that is hard to walk away from. I would say my number one is is Anna Ferris. I think that, again, this movie is based around her. It doesn't work without her charm, without, you know, again, that kind of like, I don't know what it is, like, she just has, like, that, uh, like, a a face where you, like, you want to root for her, but also, (laughs) you know, like, that you know that, like, she's a little bit naive. The glue that holds this movie together. Am I going to use my possession arrow on this one? How do we do this? Because we have a basic even, right? We both have Sharon as our number three and the other two as our one, two. So how do we?
0: Well, I think... From my perspective, even though I did say there, there was a decent gap between Regina and Anna for me, when we're talking about I- iconic, we're talking about what makes this movie more of an obstacle for Oh Brother mm-hmm. or Art Thou or other movies that might face in this bracket, mm-hmm. I do see the argument of Anna Ferris being a stronger legacy choice for mm-hmm. this movie she when you're thinking back at scary movie i wouldn't be surprised if you'd either forgotten that regina hall was in it or didn't view her as the mvp of it mm-hmm. i do understand i think her parts have aged better maybe is is yeah. on rewatch it might be a better uh performance but i get what you're saying and i and i will support anna Ferris as the winner of this category congrats anna you can keep your your precious possession <laughs> arrow <laughs> for now. Uh, but that does gavel bang determine the winner of the MVP for a scary movie as Anna Ferris. And now your nominees for Sixth Man. First nominee, Sherry O'Terry as Gail Hailstrom. Second nominee... Marlon Waynes as Shorty Meeks. So we got a measly two nominations for Sixth Man. Uh, It's a light category, especially considering this is an ensemble. But in our defense, two characters were fouled out. (laughs) So, I mean, for as big as the cast was, the foul aspect of this movie really changed some things and and we Mm -hmm. we end up with a pretty light selection of six man What, what do you think
1: yeah and i think it's also important that you know when we talk about six man there's some really good like almost cameo level performances like we talked about the sheriff sheriff is good in this one but he's not he's not going above and beyond cindy's dad enjoyable he throws a little bit of extra into it But not enough to say that, you know, that he went out and destroyed them every scene he was in, right? There's two characters who I think we both agree. Right off the bat, every scene they're in, even though they're kind of smaller characters not in the in the major group, they stand out. So Yeah, definitely Man Race.
0: Yeah. And and you mentioned some really heavy rotation players this is we something we talked a little bit about during the full review but the rotation i think is a little bit more impressive than the sixth man candidate pool like if you were picking a rotation mm-hmm. player and not just who's the best person off the bench there's a lot more to choose from even though it's still mm-hmm. hands down cameraman it's still i mean would have been a nice <laughs> category to, to maybe have a shout out in but um, that's not typical. I don't think most movies have have uh, an issue with pre- presenting <laughs> good six-man candidates. I uh, definitely didn't have an issue finding some in *Old Brother*. Uh, this different different movie, and, and this one suffered from fouls. It really did. And I think when we're talking about fouls, you can't excuse Shorty. Shorty's a he's culpable on some of these fouls. He's got an egregious one mm-hmm. with the roofie joke. He's a predator along with a lot of the other characters in this movie. And I
1: mean, Sherry or Terry,
0: Sherry, oh, Terry, what are you going to do? I mean, how do you how do you ignore that type of performance? It's stratospheric.
1: Yes, I, I agree. This is this is the one of these so far. That's that's a slam dunk. Absolutely. She's the she's the winner of the six man, in my opinion now. And I will I will fight with my possession arrow if I have to. I don't think I do, <laughs> but she's getting this one. Um, I will I will throw out there, though, like she is not a void of the Predator label. Like, if anything, she's the one person that we actively see being a Predator. <laughs> <laughs> we see her actual actions with Doofy, who again we can remove the predator tag if we accept the fact that maybe she knew Doofy was not at at that point.
0: Since they don't at the end the they get fact. together, I don't accept. But that yeah, fact.
1: I want to though.
0: I want. Well, at this, it shows you how how much having a likable character can change the trajectory of some of these jokes. Yes. If if and I hate to bring up he should not be named again. He's already <laughs> been fouled out multiple times. But Ray's character is a, is an example of uh, uh, of making someone who's unapologetically awful. And when you're doing that with a character, I just want to skip it because I'm not a fan of it. I want some humanity. I want some levels to it. And and Gale brings it. Yep. Uh so without further ado, I think we can gavel bang on this category right now. The winner of sixth man or sixth woman for a Scary Movie is Sherry O'Terry. Good job, Gail. And now your nominees for Most Egregious Foul. Your first nominee, Ray.
1: Hey, yo, dog. Does this shirt make me look gay? No, man. What about now? Hold on. Hey, I put this on. Oh, yeah. the that's the ship ride ride. Ride. right here. Daily, baby. Baby. Hey, hey. Baby oh. baby.
0: And your second nominee, Miss Man.
1: Come in, dear. Have a seat. Take off your bra if you'd like. No, thanks.
0: What can I do for you, Cindy? I need to talk. See, I have this problem and I don't know who to tell not feeling so fresh hmm? feminine odor and itching got you down <laughs> all right so that's probably the powerhouse category for this movie the most <laughs> egregious foul list which honestly and transparently too long to really include all the candidates i really had to narrow it down to just who's fouled out because a couple characters (laughs) fouled but didn't foul out of the movie uh but that being said still a pretty competitive race when it comes to who is up for most egregious but what's your take on the the foul candidates here
1: i yeah i think that this is this is uh this is a one horse race like (laughs) yes miss man is is egregious but like she's a she's a throwaway joke she's in it for 45 seconds maybe a minute and a half total between you know, the other scene or scene she's in and yeah it's not good it's not great but like okay you know it is what it is but Ray is he's a cornerstone of this movie he's one of the he's one of the six he's on the poster he's on the poster and yeah it's just everything about him is 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 just wrong <laughs> I <laughs> didn't like just everything about his yeah, his predatoriness, his like the making fun of him. Like nah, he's not even like he's not even you know identifying as gay, but like just yeah, the making fun of this, you know, straight looking guy being femme and like wanting to be with guys, but in like the aggressive way that everything happened. Yeah, it's just it's no good, no good at all.
0: Yeah, and it, it really is. When we're again, this brings us back down to the concept of this whole thing. Is we're talking about iconicness of it, winners of all these categories, and this man, even though she was only in it as you said, a minute, minute and a half, is ingrained into my psyche for how offensive it was. Like even at the, t- <laughs> I remembered it when it happened again. Like, oh, this is unbelievably awful, and it should have been removed for sure. Uh, and. I didn't think it'd be possible to feel like a character who's in the movie for 15 minutes, you could remove all their scenes and I would like it more. <laughs> and for sure, if you removed every aspect of Ray from this movie, it's a better movie. And it, I mean, Ray probably cost a scary movie, I'd say 10 to 15 points over it's the course in of him being. In statement. It. Yeah. And and when you're talking about that level of fouling, that level of unforced error is iconic in and of itself. When you have an entire character full of errors and, and fouls, that should be canonized in history as well. Uh, not a good side of history, but uh, as a archetype that must be avoided at all costs as it ruins mm-hmm. movies. Uh, but I'm. it sounds like we're probably gonna be in agreement, but I will say the winner of this category for me is Ray. What about you?
1: Yes, Ray, slam dunk.
0: Slim dunk. So we got the winner of most egregious foul award goes to Ray. And now the overall rating. Okay. So we are down to our last category, which is the overall grade that we will be giving to scary movie. The grading system is based off a proprietary rubric that we have we have made. I will pass the mic over to my fellow MG to give us a better understanding of what that rubric entails. Go ahead.
1: Well, thank you, MG. Uh, yeah, so we use a 0 to 100 scale. I know that might be a bit daunting for the five-star people out there, but it really is meant for us to kind of be able to differentiate movies that are in kind of the same Idea of like that's a good movie, but I want a little bit of you know it's a it's a top level good versus a bottle of bottom level good. So the easiest way that we'll we'll kind of leave it as a description is if a movie is between zero and forty, it essentially means I don't willingly want to watch that movie again. Maybe if you know I'm in a group and a lot of people in the group want to watch it, I might, but I'm not going to be looking to select that movie. I'm not going to look at trying watching it. I'm not going to try to introduce it to anybody new. When we get into the 40s up through the 70s, that's when we start talking about it's a good movie. It's not something that I'm probably going to be proactively saying, hey, you need to go watch this. Or, oh, you're missing something if you're not watching it. But you would say it's a good movie if someone asked you. You'd say, all right, yeah, yeah. And if someone say, hey, you want to watch this on a Saturday? Yeah, sure. Go ahead and pop it on. I'll enjoy it. Once we get above 70, that's when we're talking about, all right, now we're in a really good movie. This is something you're going to actively talk to someone else about go and watch this. It's something that you would watch by yourself. Or if you get into a new relationship, relationship, it's going to be one of those things that you want to share with them. Right. So that's kind of the breakdown of how we do our scoring.
0: Yeah. And obviously there's tons of gray area in between those generic breakdowns of, of number ranges, like Mm forties and seventies, pretty big disparity on what a 70 is and a 40 is, but in a general sense, they're both indicating that you didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. You didn't love it. It's just varying degrees of in the middle there, right? Yep. So that being said, we can get into our thought process for our numerical scores. For Oh Brother, uh, the movie it's going to be going against, it had a aggregate between the two of us of 61. Correct. So depending on what these... Aggregate score for scary movie is we will be determining what the home field advantage number is going to be going into the uh, next episode, which is the final showdown between Oh Brother and scary movie both are categories oh. and the overall grade comparisons
1: it's going to be a showdown an
0: epic an epic one one that <laughs> i guarantee you has never been immortalized before there is never been a discussion of which movie is better <laughs> oh brother we're out the hour scary movie. hey we're we looking to fill void first we are yeah this is a maiden voyage this is like the mayflower settling on an expedition to the new world i mean we're really we're paving down uh, some new roads
1: Yes, you know, again, you gotta gotta fill those holes. You know, we gotta make Ray okay. proud. All
0: right, stop, stop <laughs> with all of that. He's fouled out of the review as well. We get a
1: double technical during the. Oh review. no! Oh yeah. man! As long as I'm not getting, I don't want, I don't want to get t. I don't mm-hmm. know what happens if I get a, if I get a foul. It yeah. will happen at some point, definitely. If you get a foul? I'm, I guarantee yeah. you get
0: a foul. Yeah, yeah you're gonna call a foul on me at some point. Yeah, exactly. If I had a better foul mechanism in terms of like a whistle handy. That might be a a future integration that we just found each other, <laughs> <We laughs> foul out of an episode. Um, anyway, let's get back uh, on task here. I will start. I'm going to have you start actually with your uh, both your review and your your grade. Go ahead and uh, and get us started.
1: So. This is a movie that I think when I when I selected, right, when we were doing our, our oh, let's, let's think about what would be the potential top 12 movies for a year, right? And we're going through, like, obviously, we're only going to look at ones that we've seen. It's going to be hard for us to pick a movie that we haven't seen to to kind of jump up in there. And I remember, you know, looking at that list, I'm like, oh, scary movie. I remember that being funny. And I remember being, you know, the starting point for so many parodies and so many of, like, you know, so many comedic things happening afterwards. I'm like, it's gotta be in there, right? Maybe it's maybe it's as good or better than I remember. Maybe it's gonna be a dark horse to to overtake a few things. And as we're watching it, again, it's just yeah, there's 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 some fouls in the movie. It does not age well in terms of how it treats anybody who's a little bit disenfranchised. <laughs> but there are some performances that regardless of that, I I really do enjoy. And so again, my first question is, would I watch this if someone wanted to watch it? And yes, yes. So for me this is going to be above a 40.
0: Question is, is, who is this person that you're with that is adamant about watching scary <laughs> movies? That's a more and that's a stronger indictment on your personal life than I'm willing to <laughs> I'm going to let slide.
1: Not anybody that I that I currently have in my immediate uh, grouping <laughs> would would volunteer to watch this one. <laughs> but if I but if I had someone, it would be something I'd watch. Or again, think of it as I I would definitely watch some clips. Right. If we're talking Scissor reel stuff, I would definitely watch the Scissor reel stuff. So this is above a forty. It doesn't get much higher than that, though. Uh, my my ultimate score for this one is a forty six.
0: 46 just 36. just getting past the middle 40s. I mean that's that's a statement you're making.
1: The statement, not- it's a statement. Yeah. You know, I I mean again, I know we haven't gone through uh, a lot of movies. We've only we've only talked about two on this. But you know, I've been, you know, doing this for a little while and so I try and figure out where where do I think it fits within the other movies I've seen and this is not quite at the very basement of what I would consider a rewatch, like a movie I would watch again. But it's not much higher. There's, there's definitely portions where I would skip through. And if you're skipping through scenes, it's not going to get into the 50s or higher for me. You know, if if you really have to do that, it's going to be pretty hard. So yeah. yeah, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a good way. I think I have it 12 points lower than where I put uh, Old oh, Brother. That's a pretty big difference. I'm, yeah. I'm intrigued to see where, where you have it
0: when, when if we're you're- throwing when we're throwing that number at the reviews that we referenced in our in the previous episode with the mainstream mm-hmm. reviewing platforms you had rotten tomatoes at a 53 mm-hmm. and imdb at a 6.2 you're you're coming in lower than both of those metrics as well uh which you know, I don't necessarily think that's that's that big of a difference, but it is saying something right you're you're i guess a little bit lower than than the the general public and your uh mindset for this movie,
1: yeah, which is I think as people will continue to listen to this they'll learn they'll learn more and more about I am generally the more. General public uh, of the two of us. You tend to have a little more esoteric tastes, and mine tend to align with the public. I like, you know, I like my pop to be poppy. I like my country to be poppy. I like my route to be poppy. I like everything to be poppy. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm a little surprised as well that I'm pretty pretty significantly below where the average you know rating for this was but I stand by it I I, I could not put this in the 60s I would be I would be egregious I think for yeah, yeah I
0: think you would you'd be put on a list if you put this movie in the 60 range you it wouldn't be a good list <laughs> <laughs> um okay so I, I I 46 was much lower than I thought you were gonna give it to be okay. honest I thought you were gonna come in high 50s. I thought, I, th- I honestly thought you were going to rate it higher than O Brother.
1: I wanted to. Yeah, Trust me, <laughs> going I in, I, I wanted to. It,
0: that you rated O Brother as a fifty-eight officially, so this is coming in twelve points lower. So you're giving O Brother basically a twelve-point advantage, just on your own. Yep. For me, coming into this movie, I was hoping for a fifty. Again, I did not pick this movie. This would not mm-hmm. have made the list in my bracket. It wouldn't have been an honorable mention. It wouldn't <laughs> have been any of those things. It would not on my radar at all. Uh, and as I mentioned during the review, it's not to say I didn't enjoy it when it came out. It was definitely a movie I saw in theaters, I thought about at the time, didn't hate it. Never would have rewatched it on my own, for sure. Uh, and just to highlight some of the things you're talking about during your review of the movie, it... it the points that it gets from me is is more about its legacy and sizzle reel. I think those two things in combination make this a a movie that I guess isn't like a sore spot on this list. I think some people might look at it and be like, oh, a wink and a nod to this movie. I don't mind it. That's fine. And I understand that, that mindset because, again, the sizzle reel, which we've thoroughly gone through, is not bad. I think you put just the sizzle reel and you ignore all the other categories that we've talked <laughs> about. Maybe it holds up against some stiff competition and, and could make some damage in this bracket. Mm-hmm. But that is where it's positives end for me. You got to give a, I mean, there is potential for Sherry Terry to, to make some noise against a, a rival competitor, but There are too many fouls. Uh, We've talked about them in length as well. Too many fouls. The MVP performance is middling in my mind. The posterizer isn't really much of a factor when you're thinking about this movie in the grand Mm. scheme of things. And in terms of parody movies, it's never been my cup of tea. I don't really like that concept for film. I mm-hmm. think it's more for SNL or a bit show. You can hi- you can make fun of movies, mm-hmm. but don't make an hour, thirty minute theatrical release about it. In my mind, it's you have to be extraordinary if you're trying to to reuse a premise and 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 try to make fun of it uh, as your main concept. Mm-hmm. It's just, you're already fighting an uphill battle for me. That being said, and when we're talking about the the scale and the rubric one through or 1 through 40 being a movie I would not willingly rewatch again mm-hmm. it's going to land in there for me it's Ooh. not it's not a movie I would even be willing to watch on cable i'm not like i'm not willing uh, left to my own devices to sit through this again not ever in my life i will not <laughs> i will not watch this movie again if someone suggests that we watch it i will i will say no or i will leave the room I don't want to. It doesn't have enough positives to outweigh the just soul-suckingly bad performances from Ray, Miss Man, the small penis jokes. Just just the dude humor dialed up to a 10 for me was not enough. Not enough positives to outweigh having to sift through that again. Um, My score comes in at a 35.
1: Oof. Okay. I mean... Honestly, higher than I thought you were gonna go with. So we're interesting. We're both we're both shocking each other. But yeah, I I, <laughs> I knew based on everything you were talking about, like there's no way that he's higher than what I have. And I'm low. I, I was thinking, <laughs> man, 46. I'm like, that's that's low. And he's gonna be at least 10 points lower than me was my was my initial thought. You're
0: not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah. I mean, I, I honestly feel if you take this type of fine tooth comb and you go through a lot of movies that you thought you liked. Mm-hmm. You probably won't like him as much because you're yeah. having to take the time and really dissecting what's going on in this movie and the choices that are being made, the X's mm-hmm. and O's of it. And when you have that kind of inspection <laughs> a scary movie, <laughs> I mean, yeah, to me, I, I, 35 is a little generous. I, I might have gotten lower, but I already know the home field advantage system we have baked in. It's capped out at a twenty, so going much lower than than I went or even you went, you're not seeing this really reflected in the in the the competition that is to come. Mm-hmm. But there is going to be a hefty home field advantage yeah,
1: for I our think brother. That's, that's a full twenty, isn't
0: it? so the the combination between the two of us is a 37.5, mm-hmm. no, it's is thirty seven point five
1: and that is higher than that so I'm a forty six. So you were. It should be like, like 40, 40 or 40 sorry. and a half Is, or something. But that's still, yeah, 20, right?
0: Yeah. So we're at a 21. So yeah, it caps at a 20. So we have a full 20 point advantage for O Brother going into a matchup.
1: Man, I. Well, after O Brother, never would I have guessed that they were going to get a full 20 over anybody in this in this one. But. Scary, you, didn't, you didn't bring it as well. I you. I wanted you to shine and and burn out like the sun.
0: <laughs> it was given its chance. I mean, we we went into this with an open mind. It had a somewhat favorable opponent. When you think of, uh, I mean, the rest of this bracket, I don't think you're going to get lower performers than we just had with Oh Brother and with Scary Movie. So, if either of them had a chance to move on, they probably picked their best opponent mm-hmm. possible. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I I really do feel like Scary Movie was the weak link, and, and if we did a rebracket, it would definitely be the one on my mind that would be uh, removed. Maybe even a brother would get removed, honestly. But <sighs> Scary Movie, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was what I thought it was. It's a bad movie.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, so that, I mean, that puts us in a great position for our our next episode where, yeah, O Brother is going to go in with a 20 point head start, but it's going to come down to these categories. You know, that's it. This is out of a total of a oh, potential yeah. hundred. I'm, so I'm glad you, know, you mentioned I, that. I'm, I'm, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, O Brother, when we talked about O Brother's strengths at the end of, of its episode, its strength was in its overall quality. Mm -hmm. it was it was a good movie there wasn't like Mm -hmm. egregious errors no one got fouled out Mm -hmm. it wasn't like you know a problematic film it was an average film which is reflected in its score but other than it's 61 it's category winners vulnerable not a memorable Mm -hmm. movie i would and we're talking we're talking things about like legacy we're going to be talking Mm -hmm. tangibles and there's a lot of points available. 80 mm-hmm. other points are available other than just the overall grade score, which has already been awarded. So it's going to be a fight. There's still yeah. competition to be had. I think there's going to be some some good discussions between uh, ourselves over the merits of, of the category winners, and I'm looking forward to it.
1: As so, am I.
0: Yeah. Well, that does it for the standalone review and award ceremony for a scary movie. We have dissected this inside and out. Uh, I don't think there's a more definitive take on this movie in existence. I think we've done a good job at that. Um, any final parting words for a Scary Movie?
1: No, thanks. Uh, thanks for listening. We are the MGs, and hopefully, we didn't make you say "oh" too many times listening to this. Oh God!
0: I mean, I've said "oh" more times than I can possibly count. That's hearing <laughs> the amount of times I say certain words is disturbing. So. Enjoy. Enjoy that aspect of of, of <laughs> listening to the OMG podcast.
1: Well, if they can get through my, my laughter in the background and all all my, my mouth noises I'm making, I'm sure they'll be okay. Oh, is that your standalone <laughs> podcast? Mouth noises? Mouth noises with with the MG. <laughs>